If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's the giant panda. Son of a bitch. Welcome to Manic Rambling Spiral. I am Heather B. Armstrong. And I am John R. Bray. Happy 2019. That's right. Happy New Year. We are back from a one-week break, wherein we just really couldn't figure out how to sit down and record with all of the Christmas chaos going on. Was was it chaotic for you? (sighs) Chaotic is probably the wrong word. It wasn't so much chaotic. It was just as wonderful as you would imagine for spending Christmas with my ex-in-laws and my ex. So it was great. Good times. Yeah. On Christmas, I took a five-hour nap. A five-hour nap? That's like... A five-hour nap. 40% of normal awake time. I I don't remember the last time I took a nap. And I think I was so exhausted and... uh, cowboy kept checking on me to make sure i was alive oh god <laughs> and he'd, he'd open the door and i would go i'm 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 coming i'm i'm awake i'm gonna get up and then he'd shut the door and i'd fall immediately back asleep wow and then two hours later he came in he's like are you okay i'm fine i'm gonna get up and then <laughs> that's so awesome you clearly needed it yeah the absence of my children like knowing that I didn't have to like be alert for their needs. Like I was able to just wipe out. It was done. Gone. That's good. Yeah. That's a good way to spend a holiday, honestly. That was a really good way. And considering yeah. the new year rolled over and both of us were a day off in terms of <laughs> what we were. I mean, we always record on, on Tuesdays, but obviously that was Christmas and then New Year's. So we decided to record on a Wednesday and we both had this moment of panic like halfway through the day on New Year's thinking it was actually Wednesday. Well, it was half the day. Like I, we didn't go to sleep until like two o'clock in the morning. And so I didn't wake up until almost noon and I woke up in a sweaty panic. (gasps) It's Wednesday. I'm sorry, John. I'm sorry. (laughs) Yeah. So we really started off on the right foot. I turned over to my phone and you're like, I just realized it's not Wednesday. I'm like, oh, it's not Wednesday. It's not Wednesday. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I can think of no better way to really start 2019. I feel like it's it kind of makes sense. <laughs> and as as everyone is like on their on their health kick for 2019, uh-huh. you know, like juicing or detoxing or whatever other people are you know, other people are getting old. Other other happening. people are getting old. Other people are having heart things and shoulder things. I didn't, I didn't, I won't say that I chuckled when you told me about your shoulder, but I just remember the conversation about that shoulder injury resulting from you refusing to take help. Yeah. And it's, it's not funny. It's ironic because it's so very us. It's a very us injury, right. I would say. Like, it's basically my body saying, this is how dumb you are, and I'm going to punish you for being dumb. On December 9th, as we were leaving New Mexico, I picked up a very, very heavy suitcase after Cowboy had said, let me do that. And I was like, no, I can do it. And then I picked it up, and I, I think I heard a noise. I felt it in my shoulder. I think I may have heard a little pop. I don't know, maybe I imagined it, but the pain has only gotten worse and and, and it erupt the pain erupted after I wrapped all of my children's Christmas presents. Like I had to wrap them for like I'm a terrible wrapper, I'm a slow wrapper. I bet you're the best wrapper in the world, right? It, Are your presents wrapped like professionally? They 
they might be. I do buy the wrapping paper with the grid pattern on the back so that I can line up all the corners and things. <laughs> of course you do. Yeah. Mine are literally like, it looks like somebody with two left hands that needs a right hand is like, yeah. Which is really shit. how it should be. I mean, 90% of people don't even really look at how it's wrapped, especially kids. Yeah. Kids don't care. You know, Garrett, it took me hours to do it. And I don't know, just like, the I don't know. I, there was something about how I was doing it that irritated my shoulder. And it, it was throbbing by, by that night. This all goes back to the fact that I haven't been, I haven't been exercising because there was all this travel going on. And then... My schedule with my trainer wasn't working out, and then my trainer was getting surgery, and I was like, you know what? I'll just wait until January, and then I'll start anew, and this is the longest I have ever gone without exercising. So like two weeks, three weeks? No, like months. I mean, in the last four months, I've exercised maybe, gone to the gym maybe three times. Oh, yeah, it's going to hurt to go back. Yeah. And, you know, at first I thought, like, I had this idiotic thought that was like, well, I'm not going to have any injuries, at least, because <laughs> I'm prone to injury. <laughs> and what it's done is, like, I am, like, I am watching, physically watching my body change because I'm not exercising. And I'm physically feeling the effects of what happens when you don't exercise. You're actually more prone to injury if you don't exercise, obviously. Right. I talked to my trainer. I texted her and I said, I think I have a shoulder injury. What should I do? And she's like, you definitely need to see a physical therapist or a doctor because if it's a tear, you're going to need way more than ibuprofen. So I'm seeing a physical therapist tomorrow about my shoulder. And in the meantime, I am trying to figure out why my blood pressure is at heart attack levels. It's always good. Yeah, I keep going to the grocery store to measure it on the machine they have there, and <sighs> it hasn't come down. It has now. This has been a couple weeks, right? It's been a couple weeks, yeah. And my mother, I, 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 I actually sent a mother, my mother, a picture of the readout, and she was like, "Go to the emergency room right now. If you don't go to the emergency, go to Instacare." And I'm like, "I'm not doing that." <laughs> I'm not about to go put myself into a potentially like bankrupting situation. Oh yeah. I would say not even potentially. I think it would just <laughs> just speaking from experience with things related to the heart, they're expensive. <laughs> they're they're expensive. I want to get back into a workout routine and see if that helps. I feel I I like I, I there's all these things that like hurt. Or I'm like, am I? I guess I'm just getting old. You know? Yeah, but you're not. You're not that old, though. I. I mean, <laughs> you're you're really not. You're like a smidge older than me. I'm a decade older than you, <laughs> and um, it just sort of starts to things just sort of start to happen. Um, this is exactly when my mother was diagnosed with high blood pressure, and like all of a sudden, I go to you know. I've never, ever had blood pressure this high. Never in my life. So it's, I don't know what's going on. Merry Christmas. (laughs) That's what it is. Well, oh, not only that, I have got major gastrointestinal situation going on. I don't know if I've developed like an irritable bowel situation or if I've got some bacteria or something that's going on where I'm not digesting food well. And so when I, I'm scared to eat. That's right. Because we were going to record two days ago, but you were in not a good place. Yeah, I was, I was writhing in pain on the bed. Like I'm scared to eat because when I eat, I just, it's my stomach, like it feels like a monster is crawling through my, my stomach. So, and I didn't want to go to the doctor because I hate, <sighs> the copay is 50 fucking bucks and Cowboy was like, you have to go see somebody. You have to go see somebody. Go get a referral. Go get a referral. Go get a referral. So I go to the doctor. And sorry, I'm just talking, talking, talking. I go to the doctor. And I'm not ever going back to this doctor. She sits down and she literally, at the top of the piece of paper, says, eat more vegetables. 
That's the, that's the solution? Eat more vegetables, eat more carrots. She said, eat more carrots. Specifically, eat more carrots. Yeah. I mean, I won't argue and say that you shouldn't eat mm, more vegetables. No. But Mm-mm. that's that seems a little oversimplified. Well, and, and I, I mean, had said to him, I said, the reason I don't want to go see a doctor is because this is what they're going to say to me. They're going to say, eat more fiber, eat more vegetables, take some Metamucil or whatever, and everything's going to be fine. And that's exactly what she told me. And so when I came out, he was in the waiting room. And when I came out, I had a look of death on my face. I was so mad. I was so mad. And was this, a, is this like a GP or who'd you go see? It was a, so I, my, I've seen her once before. I had to change doctors because my doctor at my old clinic quit. Ah. So I had to change GPs. And her bedside manner at the first visit was a little off but this bedside manner she was literally shushing me because i was like you don't understand like when i take metamucil or when i take miralax it it makes me sick and she's like well you'll get over that you'll get over it (laughs) wow yeah that's not really bedside manner at all yeah wow so getting old is super fun (laughs) well i finally got around to taking the first step of God only knows how many this is going to be to get my wisdom teeth taken out. Because uh, when are you doing it? I don't fucking know because my insurance, this is such a joke. So two of them are impacted and two are not. So of course it's going to be like for the two that are not, it will be dental. And for the two that are, it will be medical. So my dentist gave me referrals, but for the two that are medical, my insurance requires a referral from my GP. Are you kidding me? It gets better. And this part is my fault. I don't have a GP. Like I don't ever go to the doctor ever. So I don't have one. So I found one that came highly recommended and finally called and spoke to someone and she took all my information and she said, well, when, when would you like to come in? I, said, well, I don't know. As soon as I can. She goes, okay. Well, how's February 14th? Like as in six weeks, that's actually not great. She's like, well, that's. That's all I can do. So I scheduled it and called the dentist and they say, well, you should just go for the initial consultation anyway. Now, this is after I went to the dentist and I think the total bill was like 250 for cleaning and x-rays and yada, yada, yada. My insurance paid 40. Uh, 40. So I, I don't want to do anything that is against the grain at this point. I mean, $40. What the, f- I don't, I don't even know why I have it at this point. So we'll see. I'd say there's a good chance my wisdom teeth are just going to rot in my skull. But the saga continues. I cannot continues. believe that the, the two different, like, why can't it all just be medical or dental? Yeah, I don't, I, it's like, because they haven't broken the gum then it's like a, it's considered a surgery, so it is medical. It's it's bullshit, honestly. I don't know. I mean, I'm sure there's a reason, but it just makes it so hard. Or or even if it is medical and dental, why can't my medical respect the fact that a dentist right. referred me? I mean, I, I'm going to go to the GP, and probably what he's going to request is to see either the x-rays or the referral from the dentist and then he's just going to look at that and then give me a referral. So he's not even going to do anything because they don't do teeth. So it doesn't make any sense. Oh, God. Yep. Have they given you an estimate as to how much it's going to cost to get him out? Uh, without insurance, it's I think it would be around four grand. <sighs> yep. So that's awesome. I'm hopeful the one lady, she was, she was really, really, really good and was kind of explaining the cost to me. And she was the one who really encouraged me to go through the GP and get the referral because she said even like worst case, even if it just covers like the gas, she's like, that's 750 So it's a huge chunk. Even if they only cover a part of it, it's it's big. Oh, I'm I'm hopeful. I mean, it's not like I'm in pain. It's not that it's bad. My dentist would have preferred them be out like two months ago, but that's just, that doesn't happen. There's oh, other God. shit going on, you know? There's all these body ailments. I know. Ah. Yeah. 
And I'm still living out of boxes. And suitcases. And it's starting to make me a little nuts. I can't. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It just feels weird to do laundry and fold everything. And we know that I'm a little particular with folding. And then loading it into a suitcase. Like it, it's, it's killing me slowly. I thought of you yesterday as I was folding sheets. Uh, I had put it off for a very long time. And then I realized I just can't like even folding clothes is hurting my, my, my arm. Okay. So I was, I asked Cowboy, I was like, can you please help me with these fitted sheets? And he's he, he's worse than I am oh, <laughs> folding <God>. a fitted sheet. <laughs> and I was looking at how wrinkly our pillowcases are, and I was like, oh, my God, John would just absolutely, like, get hives seeing our pillowcases. <laughs> I need, I need a, like, a Skillshare class where I teach people to fold <laughs> fitted sheets and iron their bed linens. That's, that's on my New Year's list. And I know that every time we talk about this, there are a large number of people who respond and say, don't even bother. I uh-huh. Can't, I can't, I can't do that. You can't do that. You can't just let it go. No, no, no. When I, so when I moved and then took my sheets out, they had been kind of all bunched up and wrinkled from moving. I washed them just so I could iron them before putting them on the bed. I'm not saying that this is a healthy way to live. I'm just saying that that's where I'm at. Especially the pillowcases. It's, oh. There's a part of it that's very admirable. It's a, you know, it's a very charming part of your personality that you do these things. Well, thanks. There's a there's an order to your life that is admirable. That's true. Well, it's, yes, I, I guess the order is admirable. It's a hard thing to translate into something that doesn't make me sound psychotic, though. I, I don't think, like, there's a... I, I wish that I that, that my life were more orderly like that. There's some things in my life that I have to have a certain way, you know? We were talking about this yesterday. He he was saying to me, he like he's he really likes that I'm a punctual person. Like I I get hives if I'm a, a minute late to anything, you know? Right. Which is why you show up like 4 hours early for flights. Yeah. <laughs> and I do my laundry like I, I, if my laundry basket gets like a, a quarter of the way full, I have to do it then. Like I don't like a full laundry basket. Okay. Like sometimes I'll go into people's houses. I don't know if you've ever done this. And they will have like, you'll pass their laundry room or whatever, or their laundry area. And they'll have like mounds of unwashed laundry. And it's like, I'm going to, st- I'm going to stand here and do this laundry for them until it's done. Oh Yeah. And it's not like I, I've experienced that and it's not a judgment. Like I'm looking down on them. It's just one of those things that, that I don't like and seeing it just makes me nervous. Like I want to, I want it to not be there anymore. I don't like to take uh, stuff out of the dryer and just leave it in a basket anywhere like that. I can't handle that. It has to get, it has to get folded immediately. Like right then. Oh yeah. And I mean, anything left in the basket just has to be ironed. (laughs) <laughs> and I do like to iron, but I don't like to create ironing. I don't like to sense. create ironing. Yeah. No, there is an order. I mean, it's it's weird, though, because I was just watching something. I'm trying to remember. Oh, it was the new. I don't know if you watch any of the like the Marvel stuff on Netflix, but there was the new series of Daredevil that came out. And one of the one of the sinister characters in there who's intentionally written to be like unstable and evil is is marked by his fastidiousness like his his condo is spotless he's very particular with things and i feel like that's how these sorts of traits are usually portrayed Mm. like this is the mark of someone that you need to worry about (laughs) so that's what i mean it's hard to kind of sell it in a positive way without it coming across like concerning (laughs) i mean it's not that i'm not going to put like expert fitted sheet folder on my dating profile that doesn't (laughs) doesn't make any sense like and i have to have a clean car i have to have a clean car like i i can't stand to drive around in a car that is dirty and i think i told you like i celebrated 
the final day of moving by washing Cowboy's car for him. No, you didn't tell me that. Like actually yeah. like you doing it out in the driveway? No, so I no, I there's a, I go to a, just a drive-through wash, okay. but they have the the free vacuum cleaners and and then I got I, I when I got home, I took out my is it Armor Oil? Oh, like the ar- Armor All, like the armor dashboard all, yeah. stuff. Okay. Yeah, I did like I did all of it. I t- I was I actually used t- like Q-tips and like got into all the creases and all that sort of shit. Like it's it's something my dad taught me, and so now I can't drive around in a dirty car. It like really bothers me. Yeah, in the same way. Yeah. And people will get in my car, and like they they won't want to put anything in the back seat. Like there have been people who get in and like <laughs> holding a coat and a bag, and like and they'll just hold it in their lap. Like you can put it like in the back. No, no, it's it's really clean. Like, yeah, it's all it, that's just how it is. But you can put shit back there. I don't clean it for no reason. Like I don't know. Somehow having it clean makes it seem less usable to some people. Uh huh. Which is the yeah. opposite for me. If I look in the back seat of your car and there's shit everywhere, I'm not going to put things back there. <laughs> I mean, I'm just I'm just not. Because I, I don't know. Maybe you've got a system that I don't get, or you're I don't know. See, it is a weird. You know, trait. one thing that I'm I'm not particular about. I don't remember the last time Marlo wore a dress. She's turned into a a major tomboy, and uh, is, she'll she'll walk to school in twenty degree weather in shorts with her socks pulled up to her knees. So you and kind of let them wear what they're. I let them in. wear what they want to wear all the time. Like I'm, and when and Lita's a very particular shopper. She she doesn't like a lot of patterns. She doesn't like too many colors. She's very particular, very, very, very particular about things. And so I'm I'm fine. I don't care. Uh, Marlo, wears a llama, Marlo wore her llama hat. I think I said this when she gave her presentation about Alexander Hamilton. Like, yes. she can wear her llama hat wherever she wants. As, I mean, not at a funeral, obviously, but, you know. So that's, just... that's the cutoff. Funerals are no llama hat zone. <laughs> Otherwise, have at it. <laughs> I guess you'd have to take it off if you were like in a chapel or something like that. But, what about um, like when you go to really formal parties, though? But we don't do that because really. that's not really a fun thing for kids. Yeah, it's not a fun thing yeah. for them to go do that. But like, like a cowboy's daughter wears like fox hats and you know cat hats, and it's just we aren't particular about. And we're super, super, super casual as it is. But when we go out, we'll we'll get dressed up. But like my kids have dresses that they have to wear for Federation, for Piano Federation. Right. But that's the only time they really get dressed up. And we just don't, we just don't care. Like they have developed their own sense of style and we're fine with that. And things are a little different for them when they go to New York. Um, which is it I think challenge um I think it's it's just different you know there's different expectations there and you know <laughs> I just need to take a minute to recognize the diplomacy here because it's impressive yeah it's I think it's different and it's hard I guess it's it's maybe different for Lita and Marlo because they have piano. And I think kids who do things like recitals or church, they have not like they have clothes to dress up in. Yeah. If they don't do those things, like we don't go to church and he Lexton is not in anything where he has recitals and never has been. So it's always been a challenge because the occasion to dress up is so seldom that like I remember when he was like six going to a wedding and there's kids there in fucking suits. Yeah. I'm not going to buy a suit for him to wear one time because I know he's not going to wear it because six months from then it's not going to fit. And that's what's never made sense. And it, it got to a point where I just, I mean, he would always look nice, but there were like two goals. It was what was reasonable. And then how was he going to be comfortable? Like I want him to feel comfortable and mm-hmm. to be able to be there and not be in this little suit feeling like out of place. Right. That, I think, is the biggest thing. 
I would, I would rather go somewhere. I would honestly rather go somewhere and be a little underdressed, but feel comfortable and confident than dress quote unquote appropriately and feel weird. And feel weird. Lee does a lot like, like I, I hate, we call them, we call it pantyhose in the South. I guess they call them like tights elsewhere. Yeah. Pantyhose. Like it's just something that we don't, we hate wearing them. I hate, we hate the way that they feel in our body. Marlo doesn't own a pair of dress shoes. Like when she goes to Federation and we sort of make her combat boots work. <laughs> she wears combat boots to Federation? Well, you can kind of like make Fucking if you put awesome. on Yeah, she's if you wear it with like the right dress, it's fine. You have to dress up for Federation, that's the thing. Like that's a requirement. But, you know, it's I I I think that they're are probably conversations going on in New York that are concerned about the welfare of my children's dressing habits. <laughs> yes. Let's just put it that way. I think that when my kids are here, that there's probably conversations going on there about what are we going to do about the fact that your kids don't know how to get dressed up properly for these different occasions. And the conversation here is we don't fucking care, like dress how you want and how what makes you comfortable unless it's like, unless it's like a funeral, unless it's like, okay, we have to go to a Mormon church on Sunday, at least iron the shorts you're wearing, Marlo. (laughs) You can bring the hat. You just can't wear it. Well, I think too, I think some... Style standards have changed and they continue to, I mean, they always have. It's always been different when you're talking about someone who's 50 versus someone who's 15. Style's different. So the person who's 50 will come up with a different acceptable outfit than the person who's 15. And it doesn't make one more right than the other, but I think it definitely is uncommon if the 15-year-old dresses like a 50-year-old and vice versa. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's just, it, you got to let it be. I mean, I think I think the line of appropriate versus inappropriate is super blurry. Yeah. And I think well, for the most part, kids know the difference and they kind of figure it out by trial and error too. You know, maybe they think this outfit's going to be perfect for the occasion. They go there and realize, oh, shit, this was a bad move. I'm not going to do it next time. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. When I was a kid, like, I, I, I wore baggy clothing all the time because I was, I felt awkward about my body. And... I'm sure that my mother would have preferred me to wear something more flattering and fitting, but she never said anything. She, you know, so I, I dressed in very, very, very baggy clothing growing up. And 
again, Lena has a very specific style that is all her. It's just her. And she, um, she just like her getting dressed up to go to that dance was like, I was like stunned that she wanted to wear a dress and wanted to wear dress shoes. That's just not, not something that she really engages in. But she identified that that was something, A, it was something she wanted to do. And yeah. B, she was going to be more comfortable dressed up. She wanted to get shoes to go with the dress because she didn't have any dress shoes. And so as I was shopping with her, I was like, well, what about these? And she's like, oh, no, I would never. I'm like, okay, what about these? Never, never. And these are perfectly fine dress shoes, right? Perfectly cute. Are these like shoes but that you would have worn? Yeah. Okay. You know, they were fine. Shoes, she was like dead set on a specific style. And so we found them. But it just made me realize how, like, we, and I hadn't even realized just how, like, laid back we are about how our kids dress themselves. Like, you know, and I make, I make sure that they brush their hair and brush their teeth, but, you know, I don't make them style it a certain way. I don't, you know, it's them. It's who they are. It's let them be. Right. And I think yeah. it's appropriate to make suggestions. And I don't even mean like the shoes, but, you know, if you see them get dressed and say, you know, do you want to, this is what we're doing. Are you good with your outfit or did you want to put on something more casual or something more dry and they're fine with it, then, then that's it. And again, if they get there and wish they had gone a different direction, it's not the end of the world. Yeah. It's a realization that they've come to. I, I think, I think that is an area and I think this exists across, I mean, you, I think you see this with parents in sports and school and kind of across the board where it's less about them dressing, I don't even know how to put it. It's more about how it reflects on the, on the adults. Mm. Like if you show up with a, with a quote unquote un, underdressed child, then you look bad. Then you look you know, bad. If your kid is shitty at football, then you look bad. If your kid fails a test, then you look bad. But that's ridiculous in all of those situations. That, that's a good point. I mean, yeah, it's one thing, I guess, if they if they show up and, you know, they've got, they didn't brush their hair at all. They're, they, they haven't brushed their teeth in two days. Like just basic stuff. But when it comes down to their own their own deal, then it's not on you. It's on them. Yeah, we got into a huge talk about this. And I said, you know, I would never turn to your daughter and say, you need to take off that cat hat because we're going in public or we're going to do this thing. It's just not something that would ever occur to me. And he's like, I think the only thing, because he'll walk with us to school, with me and Marlo to school when his kids are, when he the kids are have the week off. And the only thing he's ever said to Marlo is, Marlo, um, it's you know 15 degrees outside are you are you are you sure those shorts are going to keep you warm <laughs> which is different though that's not about how she looks yeah. it's about just practicality no. and so what happens is like she's like yeah i'm fine i'm totally fine and then like halfway on the walk to school she's literally like her body is shivering you, you can see shiver lines around her body cartoon shiver lines <laughs> oh, and God. she's like i'm freezing and he's like well you know maybe next time <laughs> And the next time she still wears the shorts. Yeah, the next time she still wears the shorts. Because naturally, yeah. That was just a colder day, so. <laughs> yeah, it's, I don't know. I remember, I mean, this isn't this isn't clothes. So when Lexton was little, but not like really little, he really, he really liked things that spun. And like anything, any like fans, it didn't matter. So for probably two years, anytime we would go anywhere, he, he had a pinwheel like he would carry around this pinwheel and it would just, really? it would just spin. And it was, it was ridiculous. <laughs> like it, it was totally ridiculous, but it was harmless. Like it didn't, it didn't matter. It's not like if he took it to dinner and set it on the table that it caused any harm. Like Marlo's hat. Like it's not going to, no, I mean, if we went to a funeral, he wasn't going to be spinning the pinwheel. There right. are times it's not okay, but for the vast majority of things, I, I don't know. I think you just, you just let them be. Yeah. Like <laughs> you let them be like we were at Chipotle 
I, I take uh, Marlo to Chipotle. I pick up Marlo from piano on Thursdays. And as I drop off Lita, and because I'm in that part of town and Lita, it's only an hour long, I take Marlo to get dinner at Chipotle and I pick up something for Lita. And then by the time we're done there, we go back to piano and we sit in the car for 15 minutes. Okay. And I'll, I'll get to the point. Um, <laughs> this is not sponsored, by the way. So I I had come to a... I will say this about this, my break from my kids. I really, really, really needed this break. Like, I needed this break very badly. Like, the fact that I slept for five and a half hours on Christmas shows you just how badly I needed to, like, check out. Oh, yeah. So... I'm so stubborn. Cowboy was like, let me take care of this, you know, final piano drive of the year. And I was like, no, I'm going to do it. He's like, Heather, let me do it. I'm like, no, I'm going to do it. And he's like, well, then I'm coming with you. So (laughs) he came with me and we pick up Marlo. And we go to Chipotle. And this family walks in and they have a maybe a 18-month-old, two-year-old. And she starts blowing a goddamn plastic whistle and then doesn't stop. Like full on blowing the whistle. Like one of those whistles that a coach blows, like, or a ref? Yes. Like a really holy. Like it was like mind bendingly, like loud and piercing. And the dad is just not doing anything, he's just letting her do it. And it was so uncomfortable. And like everybody in the restaurant is turning around like, what are you doing? Like, this is not, this is not fun for anybody. And I think in that instance is when you step in to say, hey, we're intruding on somebody's space. Let's stop doing that. Um, Right. Well, that directly impacts. Yeah. I mean, she could have come in wearing like a pink leotard and a zebra hat and it doesn't really affect anyone. Right. You can't hide from a whistle. You can't look away from a whistle. You just want to stab a whistle. <laughs> like that's all you want to do. But we uh we drove back to the piano to pick up Lita. We had to sit in the car for like ten minutes and Marlo was in the back seat doing what Marlo does, which is she can't sit still and she's like turning on the lights, turning off the lights, turning on the lights, turning off the lights, mom, 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 mom. <laughs> and I turned to him and I was like, Do you see? Do you see how badly I need a break? Do you see how badly? <laughs> oh my god! He just sort of smiled and nodded. But yeah, it's I have missed my kids dearly. There have been moments where it's been really hard, but then you know I sleep in, and it's amazing. So it's been good. It's good. And they get home today, and we have a Christmas. I have Christmas plan for them, and right when they get home, and and <laughs> I bought Marlo a giant fucking panda bear. Okay. Are pandas like, is that her thing or what's the? It's one of her things. Ah, okay. She's super into llamas and corgis and she specifically asked for a giant panda bear. I don't have, we don't have room for that in her room. There's no room, there's no room for that. But of course I fucking bought her one and it's sitting in the a box in the garage and I totally forgot about it. <laughs> Un- until like, like last minute. He saw it in the he saw that box in the garage last night. And he's like, "What is this?" And I was like, "Oh shit, I forgot about that." That's the giant panda, <laughs> son of a bitch. And by the way, she wrote Santa a letter, right? Okay. She didn't know whether she believed or not, but then in the end, she was just like, "I'm just gonna go ahead and write this letter." And I told her she asked me. She's nine, so when she asked me, I was like, "Well, what do you want? do? You want to believe in Santa?" And she's like, "I think I do." I was like, "Okay." I think so I think letter. everyone kind of wants to believe. I mean, yeah. it's not like a bad yeah. bad thing. If she gets to high school, I'm going to disabuse her of this whole notion, right? I'm going to be like, <laughs> "Hey, let's have a talk." So I open the letter to read it, and I'm I'm expecting to read another list of things that she wants. No, 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 no. She's like, dear St. Nicholas, how are you? Oh, wow. I want you to put my so-called friend onto the naughty list. And I want you to send her coal. (laughs) She took the opportunity to write Santa to rat out another kid. (laughs) This is my precious little baby (laughs) Marlo. Oh, wow. Oh my God. I was just, I was just like, 
I then put my hand over my face and read the rest of the letter, like through my fingers. I was like, what else is she going to (laughs) do? And I like how she addressed him formally. Yeah. Dear St. Nicholas. Mm -hmm. I think she's honestly the only kid who would use that opportunity (laughs) to rat out a friend. She didn't, and and she didn't even put a list on there. She was just like, so my mom says that she's working on a gift. Do you know anything about that? Please let me know. Hope you have a great holiday. That's so awesome. Please let me know like he's going to write back. (laughs) She's a hell of a kid. Did you see that thing, that whole thing on Twitter about the UPS saying, send all, you know, if your child sends a letter to to the North Pole. We have really good shredders here at UPS. Did you see this tweet? No. Yeah, it was basically saying, you know, if you're bothered by the letters that your kids send to Santa, just send them here and we'll shred them, basically. They're trying to be funny. And the USPS responded and was like, actually, if you send them here, we actually send them to a place in Alaska or something like that, where they get responded to. Each letter gets responded to. So instead of shredding, you actually... Instead of shredding, we actually answer the letters for you. As it should be, really. I mean, <laughs> kids taking the time to write a damn letter. <laughs> I'm trying to come up with a response to that letter for, for Marlo. It, I was like, I should be, I should be like, dear, dear Marlo Esquire. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, did I ever put that kid on the shit list. <laughs> and now, she, did she name her friend? Yes, she did. Oh, man. And, and But did she refer to this friend as my so-called friend? In quotes. Ugh. My, quote, so-called, unquote, oh, friend. Man. Yeah. If I ever need to write some hate mail, I am calling that kid. <laughs> it is awesome. It's like the most, that, that honestly has to be the most passive-aggressive way. Like, <laughs> I'm pissed off, so I'm going to write Santa and tell him you suck. (laughs) Like, this opportunity that I have to ask for anything in the world, I'm going to waste that opportunity by using it to shit on you. That's what I'm going to do. It's so great. Because she could have also taken the other approach. Like, please give such so-and-so this thing because they really want it. Like, not Uh only did she not do that, she didn't ask for anything for herself (laughs) and instead asked for someone else to get nothing. Oh, man. That is so great. So she's getting a lot of little llama things for Christmas and yeah. And some dress slacks. Some dress slacks. Some frilly dresses. Very nice. (laughs) You should make it, you should make it your goal to go to some formal gatherings, some galas this year. <laughs> we we got invited to a, an open house yesterday by some friends of ours. And children are always welcome. And his kids were like, no, what? No, we're going to play with our Christmas gifts. We don't want to go to a gathering. <laughs> and they don't even want to go at all. Yeah, that makes sense. No. Now, did they, no. because they were with you for Christmas. So did you have Christmas mm-hmm. with them? Or are they? We did. Okay, you did. Okay. We did, yes. They had, they got a, a lot of amazing things, and it was great. Christmas was lovely, so. And then another Christmas with Lita and Marlo. Now, will will Cowboys kids be there too? Yes, okay. They will be. They'll be here to witness it. I, I hope that. I hope that there's not going to be too much jealousy. I mean, they 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 will be going home. Uh, back, well, they'll be going back to their mother's house on Friday and they'll be having their second Christmas then. This is the fun thing for kids of divorced parents is they get two Christmases. True. Yeah. Unless you make fabulous arrangements like I do and spend the holiday with your ex. <laughs> yeah. That is just one Christmas. <laughs> yep. Ooh, oh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's always, it's always a blast. Who doesn't want to spend a holiday with the person that doesn't want to spend time with them? It's awesome. <laughs> but it's over. Survived the the six-week gauntlet from Thanksgiving to Christmas. Mm-hmm. Right? We survived it. We're in the new year. Oh, fuck. We're in the new year. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, it, and right now, it's actually Wednesday. So we're finally yeah, right where actually, we need to be. 
yeah, we we know what day it is. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's 2019. Did you did you make any um, resolutions? I'm on. I'm not a resolution maker. Yep. Um, I think that people who are motivated to make change, if if they need like a resolution starting point of the start of the year, I think that's great for them. I mean, I had it in my head that I would go back to the gym at the beginning of the year because then my trainer would have healed from her surgery. But I did buy a a journal. I was going to guess I'm, a planner, so I was close. <laughs> uh, and the I, I did this because this is so this is so weird. Um, there's a show called The Fall on Netflix. Okay. A British show that's starring Gillian Anderson, oddly, and the guy from Fifty Shades of Grey. Uh, what is his name? I don't know. Dorian Him. Gray? Uh, <laughs> the actor. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie Dornan. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and it's about a serial killer. And Gillian Anderson is the lead detective, the chief investigator. And she keeps a dream journal. Um, oh, where yeah. she, when she wakes up, she writes down the dreams that she's had or she jots down these notes. And I thought I would make a habit out of like jotting down notes with a pen when thing when like thoughts come to me and keeping it sort of like on a daily basis, just little things that, you know, so at the end of the year, I can go back and look at little thoughts I was having. I think that's an awesome idea. I do with, I guess, probably less intention, but I do something similar. I always try to have like a three by five pocket size notebook with me to write oh, yeah. down either. I mean, it's anything from thoughts to like, oh, I need to get this item to whatever. But then at the end of the year, I have these notebooks that are usually by the time I'm done with them all bent and tattered and worn. But you can yeah. kind of look back and see how the year progressed. And sometimes there's things in there that you're excited to rediscover. Yeah. Well, I'm also like when I get my, <laughs> when I get my blood pressure taken, it gives a printout. Okay. So I'm going to take those printouts and tape them into the book and see if I can make some progress on it this year. Well, I have to make some progress on it. Otherwise I'm going to die. <laughs> so you got a blood pressure journal. That's what you're doing. That, and you know, like I will actually go. So I'm grateful for, sometimes I'll do that intentionally think okay heather be grateful for something like have that energy come through so and you're not a big hand writer either i am not i can barely hold a pen yeah so that's a big move it's a big move yeah i think it helps with memory though i do think that handwriting is very helpful to memory i'm i'm a very very like when i'm in college and in, in high school i had to write things down in order to remember them yep i'm also Everybody I talk to about my blood pressure is like, you've got to start meditating. Meditate, meditate, meditate. And I'm like, oh, fuck, do I have to meditate? God damn it. I'm pretty sure if that's your response to meditation, then the answer is yes. <laughs> pretty sure. So I'm going to, I'm taking suggestions for meditation apps. I'm, re I'm researching all of the apps right now for meditation because I hear that there's some that are amazing that work really, really well. There are. There was one I used for a while that was great until I just fell out of habit. I'll try to track down the name of it for you. Okay. Insight something, of course. But uh, my watch tells me to breathe, but I hate the breathe app on my watch. I'm mad at my watch when it tells me to breathe. Yeah, that always Stop has the opposite effect on me. Yeah, I'm like, ah, don't do that to me right now. Like, I don't have time to breathe right now. <laughs> so it is right. It just pisses you off. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I didn't. I'm kind of, and I think we've talked about this probably around New Year's in the past, is that I don't really do resolutions. I get it. I mean, I understand that it's that it's a fresh start or the start of a month, or and I, I don't judge anyone who does. I just have always been more of the mindset that if I'm going to make a change of some kind, I'm just going to pick. I'm going to say, oh, I'm going to start on Monday whatever yeah. Monday that is. Or like you said, your trainer was on surgery. So that would be your start date is when she's back, whether that's the first or, you know, the middle of the month. Yeah. I guess the idea of a blank slate is always kind of appealing. Yeah, it is. And, um, you know, I like everybody, like everybody was like really happy about 2018 ending and, you know, 
happened to be really good, a really fulfilling year for me personally uh, for a lot of reasons. And I'm hopeful about this year. My book comes out this year. Um, yeah, it's going to be a good yeah. year. It's going to be. <laughs> and I think it. this is, I, I'm, I'm reasonably sure we addressed this at one point, but I think it's always worth remembering that even if some things are shit or, you know, some people have had really a really terrible year and you didn't, it's okay. Like, it's okay for you to acknowledge that you had a good year and to talk about that. I think some people don't want to because there's just so much negativity and there's so much yeah. that isn't good. But it's, if you had a good year when a lot of people didn't, that's that's all right. I mean, it's just, yeah. that's life. Because there was a year where I had a really bad year. Right. Right. <laughs> I mean, I've had my share of bad years. Yeah, you're entitled to a couple yeah. good ones back to back. No judgment. Yeah. Here we are, 2019. Here we go. Kicking off a new year of MRS. Mm -hmm. And if you make resolutions or hate resolutions or you're anywhere in between, we'd like to know. We're always up for maybe you two keep a dream slash blood pressure journal. You can can email us uh, those those stories, failures, successes um, at stories at manicramblings.com. Or you can find us on social, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at manic ramblings and also on patreon patreon.com slash manic ramblings we are all over the place because um, we're we manically ramble that's what we do that's right it doesn't have to just be on a podcast we can ramble anywhere uh, until next time if someone forces you to dress like a middle-aged mom <laughs> you're allowed you're allowed to roll your eyes at it Many thanks to Tan Lines for the soundtrack, to Lisa Congdon for the cover art, and to Ryan Coomer for his expertise with the editing stuff. Oh, man. Oh, I took the low road there. there I took the low road. There I'm a, I, Nope, taking the high road. <laughs> oh, I was so hoping that would come up. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.